Hello, and welcome to a VO's journey. This is episode 53. 53. My name is Anthony Pika, and a VO's journey is all about helping the new voiceover artists grow their business and learn more about acting and business development and marketing, all from everything that I'm doing within my business. Uh, and hopefully, from watching and listening to what I do, you will make a lot less mistakes. Tonight, I am thrilled to be talking about money. I'm going to be talking about money and the importance that I'm finding with budgeting not just my business, but my entire budget for my entire household as it relates to becoming a full-time voiceover artist. All right? Cool deal. Let's do it. This is VO's Journey. With your host, the incomparable Anthony Pika. Okay, so you know, um, I I want to I want to talk about money, and you know, I you know, as as the the whole point of this podcast is to relay you know what's happening in my journey. And then through that, from what I learned, be able to help and coach you at the same time so you can navigate through it. And I think that, you know, something that's been on my mind a last, you know, couple of weeks, especially this start of the new year, is has been money. And not in the sense of making money, but in the sense of how am I managing my money? Am I managing it um uh you know if i am i managing it properly for the business as well as my household and you know it's easy to set you know when when I, when i set my goal of how much money i wanted to make a month and maybe you do the same thing you say hey listen i want to make x amount a month and if i make that it will take care of what i currently do you know what what i currently spend and that's right but as i looked at my my expenses you start to drill down and actually try to make this happen. You know, you go out, you get all of your bills, you put all of your debt down, you put all of your monthly expenses down in a spreadsheet. You know, hopefully you know what an income statement is, a profit and loss sheet, as well as a balance sheet. For our purposes, you know, a balance sheet is important, but for our business, the most that you're going to really have on your balance sheet is going to be a couple of assets, which you do have because in the form of your microphone and your computer, and if you have a booth of some sorts, and you know your DAW and thing, and your um your audio interface and things like that. But you're not going to have a great deal of assets for your business, but uh, just starting out. But for your you know profit and loss statement or your income statement, you know that's really important for for us as business owners to know. And, you know, an income statement is all about the money that comes in and the money that goes out, all right? Or it's called profit and loss statement. So basically, it's the money that comes in, the money you generate, and then you subtract the expenses that goes out and that leaves you with what your profit is, okay? We go from what you gross, right, to then what you net, 
All right. And what you gross is the amount of money, total money that comes in. What you net is what that money is after expenses. Okay. So it's important to understand this and to see where your money's coming. Because I think what's happened to me, especially recently within the last couple of months, uh, which is wonderful, which is absolutely wonderful. Uh, the income from my voiceover business, uh, as well as some other avenues apart in, in voiceover has increased uh, pretty dramatically for me as, as a business owner from where it was a year ago, even a year ago at this time. And managing it is getting a little more difficult without a plan. What I mean by that is that, you know, I've got money, you know, it, it, it sounds, I'm not trying to make it sound, you know, awful, but it, you know, when you've got money coming to you from many different directions other than your main job, you know, organizing all this is important. So I guess where I'm going with this is that, you know, when you're just starting out, I don't think when I first started out, the, my biggest thing was how do I simply connect my ACX account to, you know, to a PayPal? Oh, wait, you don't connect your ACX account to PayPal. Uh, you know, they will pay you and you connect your bank account <laughs> to if you do royalty. And if you don't do royalty, it's not ACX. It's the author or the rights holder who pays you via PayPal. So you don't even go through ACX for that. You just click the accept button. If you haven't done it yet, uh, if you do a per finished hour and they pay you, the author pays you, what happens is once you submit the books and the author approves it, ACX will not release the book to be used or the author cannot download the book until you press a button on the screen that says the author or the rights holder has paid you. So, you know, you if they don't pay you, they don't get it. Um, you know, which is which is nice, which is a, it's a simple way of making sure that you get paid or they don't get the pro, you know, they don't get their their book. But anyways, uh, you know, when you have money coming in from different directions and then you have expenses. You know, as you as you grow in a business, you get more expenses. You know, like you have expenses for monthly charges for certain things. You know, um, I have started, you know, I've had monthly charges like my DAW, I use Adobe Audition, but then there's other charges, you know, like I have websites that I, that I'm, I'm using and I'm, I'm building, you know, and, and I, I, I started building a vosjourney.com website and, uh, it's, it's getting a lot closer. So getting a lot closer to being like completely filled out right now. It's usable. I've actually started, um, uh, running some pr- uh, uh, sorry, excuse me, preliminary coaching through a VO's journey, and that's working out great. Uh, the, I mean, the site's working out wonderful. Uh, so I'm I'm trying to put more and more get court, you know, training courses and things on there for my coaching side of my business. But my other uh, business is AnthonyPikaVO.com, and that's another site. And you know, I pay for these sites, the hosting and everything. So that's a budget. Then depending on your your equipment, most of us, and I'm, there's nothing wrong with this because this is the society we live in. Most of us probably have purchased a lot of what we own on credit or something like that. And that becomes a long-term debt or liability. All right. Um, but the asset is the equipment that you purchased, but your monthly payment of that goes on to your profit and loss statement. All right. And the expenses, your income and expenses. Um, so, it's an expense. It's a monthly payment. Uh, if you do, if you've done that. So, anyways, all of these. What I'm getting at is when I, when I'm personally, 
I've been looking at the last month or so my expenses, and you know what's I think what's happened at, ha, what's happened is is that I've the 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 income is generated so quickly that I've not had a chance to really catch up and sit down and or I've not wanted to because I, I knew what kind of mess and what I mean by mess is I knew what kind of time you, you know when you're doing something. And, you know, you know that it's going to take you loads of time because you really have to sit down and you really have to think and you're really going to come across answers that you don't have and you're going to have to come up with those answers. So I guess I was procrastinating. So I did that the other night and, you know, I realized that, you know, there is still a lot of work to be done when it comes to making, uh, you know, like understanding revenue understand in this business. And, you know, we're all in different places. Like I said, when I first started, that was really not in the immediate view of my business because the immediate view was getting my sound right, auditioning on ACX. I got a book deal. Woohoo. You know, that, that was the immediate thing, you know, but I, I, as I've gone along and, and like I said, within the last couple of months, the income from this business has increased just uh, a lot. So trying to manage that money and then trying to see where my point is, where I can start replacing my other income. And the, and then the challenge is this. Here's, here's the challenge. And this is something to think about, right? So as we're thinking about our voiceover businesses and money coming in, I don't know if you've thought about this, but I've, I've started really thinking about this. One thing I've been thinking about is, okay, so if as you work a job and you're being paid on a biweekly weekly or biweekly or monthly basis, right? You get that check and as long as you're not let go and you you don't work for a super small company that can't pay you, but you you know you get paid regularly on the dot on that date no matter what. You know, I've been a teacher for many years now and the one thing about being a teacher is you always get paid the same time each month. It's a monthly payment. You always get paid at the end of the month or right at the beginning of the month, however the division does it. But you always get paid that way. Always. Always, 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 always. And it's never late. It's never fault. Like it always happens. So, you know, what happens is, is you get into a, you know, a rhythm. You, you, you start to expect the money at that time of the month. You form and shape your entire business or your, I'm sorry, your entire life around it. So when what happens is, is that when you start to think about changing that, Going to a business that, you know, we don't, you know, the entertainment business is challenging in the fact that, you know, as you know, when we do a voiceover, uh, unless it's royalty share, and that's another, that's another, you know, this is another plug in a way for royalty share. You know, I just did the episode yesterday on royalty share. I did a video on YouTube, a VO's journey on YouTube about royalty share. Uh, cause you can see me actually doing the, the, a voiceover. If you ever want to see what I look like while I'm doing my, <laughs> my, my, uh, podcast, you can go on YouTube and check me out and see what it looks like there. But anyways, um, what I was saying was, is that, you know, if you've, if, if you've looked at it, unless it's royalty share or unless you are, unless you are doing radio spots or TV spots where you are getting, um, like perpetuity over, you know, over a certain amount of months or something, you're, you're, you know, you, we basically do an ep, we do a voiceover and it's over. We're paid once and it's over. And, you know, that is challenging because that means we've got to continue to go out and get more business, right? So 
Now, there's plenty of business out there. But if you think about that, if you go from a month-to-month basis, right? Well, that poses a problem because you might not make as much as you need one month and then you might make more than you need for your monthly budget the next month. So then how do you combat that variation in, in, um, in, in um, income, that, you know, the variation in revenue? You know what I mean? Like last, last year was a telling year for me, but this year coming up really is a telling year. And as much as I've wanted to go full-time as quickly as possible, you know, it's still, you know, it, 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 as I've looked at this budget and everything, I've, I've, I've toyed back and forth with, okay, so am I nervous about leaving my job or am I making smart uh, decision about maybe waiting this year to see, you know, taxes, to see what an entire year of my business running full steam, what that looks like, what parts of the year are slow, what parts are not slow, what, what does a year look like that I'm running on all cylinders with my, with my full decked out business as it is now, you know, with my equipment where exactly where I want it to be with my whisper room, with all of these channels set up. Now I'm still growing the business. So there's that, but, but the the point is, is that, you know, I, I think to myself, well, you know, maybe it's smarter because, you know, I have, as you guys know, if you listen to the podcast, I have owned another business and I jumped into that business, uh, blindfolded. I just did it. It was a great experience. But I learned a lot about that business, meaning uh, a lot about that because I, I, I ended up having to get rid of the business. You know, I failed. I couldn't keep it going. Um, but I learned a very valuable lesson from it, and, you know, about knowing every part of your business or at least being able to know enough to work with people who know a lot about that part, the parts of your business and making the right decisions based on that. And so to me, what I'm, I'm realizing with this business too, and what I realized before was, you know, a couple of things. First off, I don't want to live month to month. I mean, none of us do, right? But a lot of us do. A lot of people, most people, and I would, I would venture to say most people in the United States do. Um, and, and I can't speak for outside of the United States because I know I have a lot of people who do listen that are not in the United States. But, but you know, a lot of people, middle class people do. And with that being said, you know, you, if, if you're living month to month and we start out the month with bills due, so let's say bills are due at the beginning of the month, but you don't know, you know, like you don't have all that money that's due at the beginning of the month. So what do you do? You know, and, and as a as someone who's used to a steady paycheck, right, then you would then logically you would think, okay, so in order to do this, that means I need to have at least a month, I mean, at least bare minimum, a month ahead of income saved so that it's like a running tab, right? So like you have a month ahead that you're paying, so you have a month saved up somewhere in your bank account, right? So that you can pay the upcoming month and you have a budget for that month, right? You have working capital. Now you can, I'm sure you can, you know, you could do this in a form of a credit card, but you know, some of us are not very good with, you know, limiting ourselves, as awful as that sounds, with credit cards. So some people are, some people aren't. And there's many different views about that. And I, I don't want to talk about that. But what I'm saying is, is that to me, in my mind, that makes sense that you have to have a month in advance of work at least. 
then you could say, well, what happens if you have a couple of slow months, right? And and you need to you would need extra money. So it would make sense to me to have maybe four, five, six months of that budget, you know, saved up. So that when you go through, especially like for me, I feel like especially when I leave my job and I, I go full time, it's one of those things where I want to make sure that I have enough money. And I would say for you too, you know, we 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 want to make sure that we have enough money because what I learned from my previous business is that the the worst thing out of everything you could do, you could not know what you're doing, you could do a really poor job, you could mess up, you know what I mean? And as long as you figured out a way to manage your finances and continue the business on, you'll learn and get better. But here's the thing. Most people, and I did this too, from day one, I started taking money from my business because I wanted to leave my job. I originally planned on not leaving my job and hiring someone to run my restaurant. But I got cold feet. No, I didn't get cold feet. I got excited and I didn't want to stay at my job because I wanted to go and work for myself and I wanted to venture out. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what I what I just, I, I made, this is so funny. I remember this. I was sitting on the floor of my previous home. My wife was on the couch. And I remember sitting there with the numbers about, you know, the the predictions and the of the business because it, it had been going for a period of time. It wasn't like it was a brand new business. But, you know, I was looking and I, I look back on it and I think, you know, I was a stinker because I looked at those numbers and I made them work. You can call it creative accounting, but I made those numbers work for what I wanted them to do for me so that I could leave my current job and go full time as a business owner. You know, but when I originally set everything up, I w- I wasn't going to do that because I I couldn't it, it <clears throat> when you first start a business, you need you shouldn't be taking money from the business, meaning that, you know, they they say they claim three to five years should be before you start seeing money, like before you start taking profits from the business, because you should be pouring any money you make should be pouring back into the business, either paying off debt, marketing, all that kind of stuff. I mean, this is like, this is the business side of what we do of our business, right? This is the business side of voiceover or any business. And I think the people who struggle with that or in my case leave the job leave their other steady income too early so when i left i started taking money from the restaurant immediately you know i had to right cuz i had to survive and you know i didn't want to change my lifestyle any so i was taking the same amount of money from this this restaurant this small restaurant to survive you know to to keep our lives the same but I increased my workload like by tenfold. Anybody who's ever worked in a restaurant, let alone own one, knows what I'm talking about. It's just a ridiculous amount of work all the time, uh, especially because all the food, you know, the food doesn't last forever. So you have to constantly replace it. And you know what I mean? It's just a constant thing. So anyways, you know, I, I learned a lot from the fact that you shouldn't be having to take money from your business right away. Now, if you're doing a business for a while, you know, like this is I'm going into my second year of this business. So, you know, that's okay. But even now, I feel like I'm taking money from my business and I'm using it personally and not pouring every ounce of it. You know, I I stand back and I think, and I share this with you guys, if I took all the money that I made from my business and just poured it all back into my business, I don't know what kind of business I would have. I 
you know, I would have like, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I could be spending loads of money on marketing. I could be spending loads. I could hire people to find me work. You know, I could hire people to create content. I, I could probably do an awful lot of stuff if I took every dime I made and just put it all back into my business. But I don't think we do that, or at least, you know, I haven't thought about that or like that. I haven't really sat down. Like I said, we got to have a hard conversation with ourselves and really sit down and say, listen, if we really want to make this work, what are we really doing? Like, are we, are we really just living the hobby dream or are we really trying to turn this into a real sustainable business that we are, we are managing this business? And, you know, I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big proponent of systems and uh, the E-Myth Revisited. That's a fantastic book. If you've not read, it's the E-Myth Revisited. I'll probably, I'll put a link to that in, in the, in, in this podcast. I'll put a link to it. It's called E-Myth Revisited. Check it out. It is incredible. And it's all about creating a sustainable business, a sustainable business structure that you could possibly, that the whole point is you're creating a business that will run itself. Okay, now you might, now for us, we are the talent. But here's, here's my question to you. And, and again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use myself for an example. I, I believe that I have some talent and ability. But at the end of the day, I also believe that there are so many people out there who are way more talented than me, have a way more experience than me, and could probably do tons better at me at you know at their voiceover at their voiceover business than I can. Okay, uh, so let's get that out of the way. With that being said, then, right, it could I could find someone else to take technically right if I created a business, a sustainable business model. Let's take an idea of like a franchise model. If I created that, and I've thought about this. You know, and I, I said this out loud, you know, and this has been something in the back of my mind for a long time. You know, imagine if you created a franchise model. No one has ever, to my knowledge, created a franchise model with voiceover. I mean, they kind of, you know, they, there's contractors, but no one has ever created a franchise model. And I firmly believe the problem is, is because of the reality that of finding customers and and putting together that model it's so unique to each of us that that hasn't happened. But as soon as that day comes, and I always thought this was something I was going to do as a long-term thing, but I, I, I still don't know how yet because I'm still trying to figure out my business. And I think that's what the issue is, uh, is that, you know, you imagine that. I mean, the, the idea here, what I'm trying to get at is imagine creating a business where it will run by itself and you could step away from it and hire voice actors Okay. Now I'm, I'm not saying this is, okay. Imagine this. Imagine you create a voiceover business. Let's just say this. And you find clients and you go on to Fiverr and you hire me to do a voiceover for you. And then you sell it to the client for a higher price. Okay. At first glance, we think, God, that's horrible, right? They're jipping us. But at second glance, you know what, you guys, that's like, that's like business everywhere. That's like how business is done, right? You purchase something in wholesale and then you resell you resell it at retail. So imagine that. Imagine you creating a business where you can find clients, you can run the finances, you can create a machine that runs on its own and you go on Fiverr and you hire a marketing team and you hire voice actors 
Like you could do all that. And then on top of that, you could hire someone to run that and do the things that you're doing because you created a system. And then one day you wake up and you realize on the beach where you're sipping a Mai Tai, all right, and watching, you know, the sunrise, holy crap, I, I, my, my business is making me money and I'm not, I don't need to be there anymore. I don't need to do anything anymore. Now, me personally, the fun of my business is me acting, right? But what I'm getting at is, is that we've got to figure that stuff out. We've got to figure it out so that it is a repeatable process. It is something that can be done over and over again so that we can rely on the system. And if the system doesn't work, i.e. our business system, we can change it. Okay. And, you know, we do that through trial and error and, and, and figuring it out. But that's, you know, so me sitting down and looking at the stuff thinking, holy crap, you know, I've been pushing myself so hard to do these things. But some of the most important things, like the back end of the finances of the business, are so important. We cannot, we cannot overlook it. You know, like, for example, if you're just starting out and you make some money, what do you do with that money? Do you get that money and be like, heck yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to Red Lobster, baby. Or you're like, out back, here I come. Or, or, or maybe you're like, I'm going to Arby's. I don't know. They got the meats. I always wanted to do that voiceover. Arby's, they got the meats. I don't have that guy's voice. Anyways, um, you know, what, what, what do, what do you do with it? Do you take it and reinvest it? Do you purchase a better set of headphones so that you can maybe hear a little bit better? Do you purchase monitors? Do you purchase a new DAW or do you purchase a plugin that, you know, you've, you've done some research on and you know you need and it costs $49 to get NS1 and you made $50 from the, the audiobook you just did and they just paid you via PayPal? You know, do you reinvest the money you get or do you take that money and go out and just spend it? Well, I can tell you from my point of view, I've done both. <laughs> I have spent a lot of the money that I've got that I've I've received from my business on whatever, and then I've reinvested a lot of it too. But I've not reinvested all of it, and I would venture to say that I've not reinvested the majority of it. And I'm telling you all this, and and again, in the hopes that I, I really believe what I started this podcast to be. And that's for you to see the good sides and the bad sides. And the bad side of this, you guys, is is that uh, I'm still going to go full time. But in order to get there, I have got to manage the money a a lot better that's coming in from this business from A, the moment it gets to me, B, where it goes. Like I'm still waiting for the city to get that. They called me the other day from the, from the, um, uh, the develop the uh, business or the uh, commissioner of revenue for the city called me about my business license. You know, because I remember a couple a bunch of episodes back, I talked about forming an LLC, but they called me finally and were like, "Hey, we're checking up to let you know that we need to ask you a couple questions. Is there going to be a lot of cars coming to your house? Are you going to have equipment? Are you making loud noises?" I'm like, "No, I, I do voices. Like, are you banging on drums?" I'm like, "No, I I go into a room in my whisper room and I no one's going to hear me." Um, so they got to ask those zoning questions, right? Cause I'm going to, my, my business is my house. That's so going to be my office and that's for tax purposes as well. So the guy was like, okay, great. I'll put it through. So, I mean, I haven't received that yet and I can't even open my business account, my bank business bank account until I get that license. So I don't even have a business bank account. So all right now, all my money just goes through PayPal and then goes into my private account. 
right? And and that's like that's not what you want. We want to we want to differentiate those two. We want to change that so that it goes into the business account so it stays separate. And then from the business account, you can transfer it into your personal account by being paid. But again, we're trying to create a business, a real business, okay? A real business that has, even, and you know what? Even hours that we work. I mean, I work crazy hours. It's 1.07 a.m. right now. You know, we all might, and you know, a lot of us work crazy hours because we work full-time jobs. But you know, I mean, I don't want to do this forever. I would like to go back and work, you know, during the day. And then have the time in the evening with my family because, you know, my children go to school. They're still very young. So I've got many years left. I mean, I don't, I'm, they're, they're, they're getting older. My son's going to be 11 in a couple of weeks. So, I mean, but he's still got a long way. And my daughter's only four. So, I mean, I have a lot more years with them, but they're going to be at school and they're going to come home. So that schedule, right, during the school year, summer is there. I know many people who listen to this, their children are, are old enough and they're out of the house or they're in college or they're finishing high school. Or, you know, maybe maybe you're not married and you're single and you don't have that responsibility. Or maybe you are married, or you have a girlfriend and you guys don't have children yet. Or you've decided not to have children. Wherever you are, you have a schedule. And when you have a full-time job, we're setting another schedule. So have we planned for that? Have you planned for that? Have I planned for that? I'm trying. Part of the things of what I've been doing recently, and I talked about the bullet journaling, is trying to plan and schedule. I did that episode about how I was. I started this planning routine, and this is why, because I'm really trying to plan out how it's going to go. You know how how it's going to happen when I go. How am I going to have a planning schedule to make sure that I get stuff done, and that I don't just sit there and look at the <laughs> look at the internet or look at the Facebook group or you know search for some. Ooh, I wondered about this. I've always wanted to know about this, right? So like tonight. And then, and then on top of that, am I even getting my, my voiceover work done? Because ever since I started doing all this, as I've told you guys too, is that, you know, it, it's taken up a lot more time, but I love it so much and I want to do this and I want to work on my website and I want to put together products for people, coaching for people so they can, you know, how, how do you begin on Fiverr? How do you market over here from Fiverr? How do you market here for ACX? How do you sell more audiobooks once you put them up on ACX? How do you format your stuff? How do you find, you know, work and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the reality is, is that my voiceover work, uh, there's money sitting there in front of me. I need to do that. Tonight, I did a $95 order and I did a $140 order tonight and I needed to finish that, you know, and that was, you know, it was equivalent to, you know, a decent amount of time working, but, you know, a couple of hours, but I needed to do those hours of work before I did anything else. So I did. And that's, you know, that's why now it's this time and that's why I'm doing it now. But, and and I also posted a video earlier that I did last night on YouTube because I'm trying to work on growing YouTube too. So, you know, there's all of these things, but I'm trying to schedule them out. But the, again, what, what I'm getting with all of this is, especially getting back to the money, I would really challenge you. And maybe you're on top of this. Maybe you're like a whiz with money, but I would really challenge you to, you know, look at your, look at the money that's coming into the business or the money you want to come in and have a plan for it. You know, have a plan for it. You know, what I've done now is I've realized that part of my issue right now is, is that I have included all of this extra money I make for my business with my regular salary. So my business makes more than my salary. So now I've like, I've like unintentionally turn my salary into, you know, more than double what I was making. You know what I mean? So where that's wonderful, 
that's not good if I'm actually spending more than what I'm making from my original salary. So I need to really step back and look at all of that, get back to a point where the business, the money from the business is going to very specific things that are outside of the daily living expenses. Part of those things for me is paying off debt, you know, paying off credit card debt, paying off specific debt that is causing even more issues with me being able to, you know, because there's multiple ways to, to either you can make more money, you can pay off debt, you know what I mean, to get that, that monthly need down. You know, so anyways, I'm just, these are just things I, I wanted to talk about. I was trying to rack my brain about what to say, you know, tonight, because those things that I'm like on my mind, you know, this is kind of giving you a really inside track to what's happening with me. It's a lot of personal information, but I want you to have it because I think it could really help you too. But, but all of, all of that being said, those are just the next steps for us on our journey to get to where we want to go. Each step is just a new challenge to overcome. It is not the end of the road. It is just another part in the road. So that's what I want. And and that's the most important part to all of this is that we never look at any of these things as blocks or, or barriers. They are just the next step and the next challenge to overcome, the next thing to do. And it's amazing how life is set up in that way because it, it, you know, life lets us know what we need to work on. The challenge is, do we listen to that? That's another challenge, right? Do we listen to what we know? Because we all know what we need to work on. We really do. And, and I don't mean like, and if, like, for example, if you don't know how to get business, well, that's life and that's yourself telling you that's what you need to work on, right? If you don't know how to do work on Fiverr, that's life telling you, you need to learn how to do Fiverr. You know, if life's telling you, you don't know how to do your DAW, that's, Again, life telling you, you need to work on your DAW. You need to figure out how to find the information that you need, you know, whether it's through coaching, you know, whether it's through talking to me, whether it's through videos, whether it's through talking to someone else and forums, chats, Facebook, whatever you need to do to figure it out. You know, that's life telling you to figure it out. So I know for me, that's what I'm really working on. I've put together a plan and, you know, unless something drastically changes with my income from my business. Excuse me. It's going to take me a little bit longer. I still plan on doing, like I said, from a year and a half from now, but I was hoping to (laughs) go a little bit sooner. But the intelligent thing to do, the smart thing to do is what I'm going to be doing. And I really think before when I was younger, because it was a while ago, it was about 10 years ago for my my restaurant, I guess, you know, I I made an impulsive decision. And it cost me a lot of time, a lot of trouble from the sense of I made decisions based on impulses and not correct knowledge or not or not following uh, the correct path and thinking it out. It was more I wanted to be, you know, a rock star and I wasn't going to listen to anybody. <laughs> so but now anyways, I guess I'm just, you know, I'm just an old guy. Um, no, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I hope that this helped tonight. I really do. And I know this is not all the flashy stuff, but I re- guys, this is the stuff I really think matters. I know this episode is really going long. It's 35 minutes and I, I hope you listen to all of it. So if you listen to this point, I hope you're, you know, you're feeling like this is the, this is the meat. This is the, the deep part of, of what it takes, I think, for us to really turn this whole thing into 
you know, our, our dream business, right? And, it, and, and, and here's another thing too. Maybe you need an accountant. Now, I would venture to say, don't get it. Don't hire an accountant before you're making any money. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, accounts can be like, what do you want me to do? Right. But maybe, you know, look, there's, I mean, we, we ourselves are freelancers, right? And we are trying to create business. So my God, let's use freelancers to help us with our business. I mean, most of us are on Fiverr and there is such a wide variety of good things on Fiverr. Use what we know about Fiverr to our advantage. Uh, and other places, there's so many other places. So anyways, thank you all so much for listening tonight. I really hope that this episode gets to as many people as possible. You know, if you guys share it, you guys share it to people. I really feel like this could help some people think about their business from a different standpoint instead of just thinking about how much they can make or how many, you know, books they can do or how many voiceovers they're doing a month or what so-and-so is doing or what gear they have. But more importantly too, what is the whole point of a business? I mean, the reality is, is the whole point of a business, right? Let's is to make money. All right. That's what a business is supposed to do. All right. Now from that business, we can have our own personal and the business can have a goal beyond making money. But if the business doesn't make money, there's no business, right? That's a chair that that's a, even a nonprofit has to make money. It's a business, right? There's just no profits on the back end for people. Those go to, you know, the charity, all right, or salaries. But, you know, that's, that's our point. You know, it's got to make money. So that should be the main focus of not make, you know, not, not the pursuit of, of money, but the pursuit of making our business sustainable through money coming in, invest, reinvesting that money, et cetera. All right. Well, (laughs) I'm going to stop. Let's stop. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Please go ahead and, you know, check out the Facebook group, you know, the Patreon page. If you're interested in supporting, I'd love for you to come out to the Patreon page and support the podcast. Uh, You know, hopefully this is bringing you some great, um, some great, you know, some some great knowledge and and advice and help. So uh, check that out in the links below. And thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful night. Gosh, Thursday night. We've got Friday night coming up here. All right. Thank you very much. Peace.